0: Welcome to Season 9 of the Lit & Lucid Podcast. Here are your hosts, Lucy and Jared. Mm
1: Welcome, everybody, to the Lit and Lucid podcast. We are here recording another episode of the show. We are at 94, so just stay tuned. We're getting so close to that episode 100. Uh, Today, we have some special guests on. We have Jay Daniels and Harley Case. They're the co-founders of a lifestyle brand out in Portland, Oregon called Ladies of Paradise. And you might also know them for Lady J's. They sell um, cannabis as well as hemp pre-rolls. They're uh, cannabis and hemp pre-roll line is called lady j's so if you are in oregon you can get that in dispensaries as well as online on the cbd side Uh, they are a women and creative focused agency in portland oregon where women are celebrated and supported they work to uplift unite and educate individuals by means of fashion community and culture And we were just looking at your guys' website and your socials before the show, and you have a lot of fun things going on. Um, So with that, just a warm welcome, and thanks for being on the show. Yeah, welcome. Thank you so much for having us. Hi. Hi
2: there.
1: (laughs) Yeah, so let's just dive right in. Uh, Jade or Harley, whoever wants to go first, why don't you explain to our listeners how you got into the industry? (laughs)
0: <laughs> um, well, Harley and I both, um, my boyfriend, both of our boyfriends were in the cannabis industry, and we met um, when I moved to Oregon. I actually moved from Texas to Oregon um, with my boyfriend to open up a dispensary, and then so, but meanwhile, Ladies, Ladies of Paradise, I had, was already running as a um, a jewelry company. And so when I moved here, I needed people to shoot my product with. And so I started looking on Instagram and I found Harley and she owned a vintage company. So we met up and then we found out that both of our boyfriends were in the cannabis industry. And, you know, we live in Southern Oregon. So, well, I do, and that's where she's from. And it's just like a big mecca of like cannabis growers and so if yeah so the can it's just really prevalent down there and so we um we started meeting up and shooting and you know we always had cannabis in common um but then we kind of both got bored with our jobs like in fashion and like doing what we were doing so we decided that it would be cool to relaunch ladies of paradise as a blog that that celebrated women in weed and um there's just all these badass women doing really cool stuff in the industry and so we just wanted to connect with them and then it kind of just snowballed into what it is today
2: that's, that's pretty cool i think that's something that's really incredible too that you guys kind of recognize an area you could dive into and your boyfriends are doing their thing and then you ladies kind of like found another niche for yourself and, and ran after i think that's fun
0: yeah definitely thank you um I think it really started like I for me it started like when I um I would do the into like the designing of the dispensaries and so like our second we we ended up opening a second dispensary and it was like this old Victorian building and I decorated it with like just like Persian rugs and like velvet curtains and vintage furniture and just made it like super vibey and like you know, just, like, kind of classier, mm-hmm. and because a lot of the dispensaries in Southern Oregon were just, like, super, like, medical office vibes,
1: mm-hmm. um,
0: and so, like, just, like, seeing that, like, you know, that there can be, like, fun twists on the industry, and it's just a new industry, just like anything else, where you can just come in and be innovative and do your own thing, and so I think that's where, where we really found our <laughs> niche to, like, we're, like, hey, like, why don't we bring in, like, Bright disco ball, like fun colors, disco balls, aliens, like and stuff, and um, and yeah, it just—I mean—in in the beginning, actually, like we we've just really changed a lot. Like we we just have done so many stuff in the industry, from throwing events to shooting content to you know now having our own products. So we've really just kind of dabbled in a lot of stuff like within the cannabis industry.
3: Yeah, we really prided ourselves on how well we pivot you know if something's not working we're like okay we're not giving up we'll try something else <laughs> <laughs> i know
2: but it's weird because you guys have tried all these different things but then i'm looking at it and i'm like it all makes sense like why wouldn't you so i think it's yeah, like you guys totally. are, you guys it's are just all like about ing- the
0: culture it's all it's like always been about community yeah. um we've just like you know with events we like to bring everybody together with like content we like to shoot our friends and like actual consumers of the plant and Um, yeah, just like everything that we've done, it's just always been about like the culture and community.
2: Yeah. Vibes. Well, Yeah, that's the (laughs) first thing I realized when I got you guys' pack and I mentioned it in the pre-show just how it looks classy and like looking at you guys' stuff, I'm like, this is how cannabis should be. It's like fun. It's classy. It reminds you, it gives you like that seventies vibe. Um, it reminds yeah. me of a place here in Denver that we used to have these parties at. What was it called Invisible City?
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. And it's this reminds me. Of, of, it's kind Invisible of like City. that vibe, and it's like this old, like <laughs> no,
2: speakeasy, okay. and kind of like '70s, '60s, '50s, out of like Great Gatsby feel. It's cool stuff, though. It's a cool vibe. Awesome.
3: I love that. Thank you.
2: Yeah. I'm
3: glad you're picking up the retro vibe because we definitely try to try to make that happen.
1: Yeah, it's I'm a super fan. Mon. I'm
2: like a '70s person at heart.
1: Me too. <laughs> Well, let's talk about these lady J's. So we're looking at them right now and you have CBD as well as CBG and THC. Um, I think everybody knows a little bit about THC and CBD. So why don't you just explain to everybody more about CBG and why you guys pick those for your pre-rolls?
0: Yeah, no problem. So we um, actually partnered with Marshall Farming this year and um, Dylan, the grower, um, he's really good friends with the Crawford brothers and they're the ones who actually created the CBG strain. Um, And so he grew tons of CBG because um, it's just like one of those lesser known cannabinoids that people need to know about because it's... It stands for cannabidrol, and it's basically how other cannabinoids are made. Um, So without CBD, CBG, there would be no CBD or THC or CBN or any of those other strains. Um, But what's really special about CBG um, is that it's really low in total THC. So we had a problem this year um, with a lot of, you know, the passing of the farm bill Um, a lot of the hemp out there was, was hot. It was over that 0.3 total THC, Mm -hmm. but CBG, it just always is going to yield really low THC percentages. And we've never seen it become really over like 0.2. And so, you know, to stay legal and to stay, you know, we wanted to stay legal and have like a legal product. CBG was like the way to go. And then like, we just started getting so much positive feedback. Like I got an email actually two days ago from somebody saying that CBG, uh, she orders frequently from our website. And she said that the CBG helps her mom with her cancer so much and that she orders it for herself because it helps her with her fibromyalgia. Um, So it's just been really great to see that CBG has similar effects to CBD, but like even more so, like it's really helpful for anti-inflammatory issues. Um, we've seen, and then also like a lot of people with cancer, and have said that it really helps them too. So, um, yeah, it's one of our best-selling products on our website for sure.
1: Yeah, that's awesome.
2: Yeah, I'm a big fan of CBG myself. I tried it when did we have the CBG ceremony we had a like, CBG about ceremony? a year ago or something. Yeah. and I was oh, kind really? of first CBG introduced. CBG ceremony? Yeah, yeah. It was yeah so it was, cool. I was like this canna- church of cannabis. It was intense. Oh my
3: gosh, that sounds really cool. Come
2: visit and bring your Lady you Jays. We'll take it. you down there. But yeah, we had this whole yeah. ceremony.
3: And,
2: and it was weird.
3: In like, remember we went to that, yeah, it's in so Denver? Dope. Yeah.
2: But it was weird. Um, All of us had like the same experience too because we did it and then afterwards we talked about it and we're like, well, we don't feel high, but it was like, but then you do feel high, but then you don't. It was more just okay. like you felt yeah. good. It was like euphoric, I it's guess. That's
0: so crazy. Yeah, so so many people actually say that too, like... um it affects everybody's endocannabinoid system a little bit differently. Um, so some people actually do like say that they felt like a little bit high from it. And it's like, when I smoke a CBG, I'm like, I can notice a difference. You know what yeah. I mean? Like sometimes, sometimes like, I don't know, with like a CBD one. I'm like, okay, like I can, you know, kind maybe feel a little bit more calm, but with the CBG, I'm like, Oh yeah, I definitely feel that, you know?
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's like, yeah, up-lifted. We, we, um, we smoked one last night cause we just got them in the mail and I told Jared, I was like, let's smoke one before we like actually get high. Like we, we can't like mess this up. So <laughs> let's try this first. And we did. And I, you know, I just feel like we just had like mental clarity. You know, I didn't really yeah. feel like a huge, like difference or like crazy sensations, but you know, I felt like we had a really stressful day and it definitely took the edge off still. You know what I mean? It wasn't like I needed to smoke a joint, like right after that. It was like two hours later that we ended yeah, we up like, smoking. For, we, we, like, we, we like forgot. Yeah, for-
2: I forgot that if oh, you awesome. that, that normally uh, get off work and we're like, let's hit, let's hit a joint or something. and like.
1: We just had the CBG and like 8 we were fine. Or, we
2: should probably smoke some weed. <laughs> we haven't even smoked any THC weed yet.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's
3: been so interesting hearing uh, the ways that it affects people. Like people, I feel like when we were in Vegas and we were like giving it to so many
0: people, mm-hmm. Graham was like, I'm high. And he's like, I feel like I'm rolling right
1: now. <laughs> <laughs> i
0: like, Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. That's cool.
1: No, I had that experience though. So, when Jared's talking about this CBG ceremony, we did yoga with it. And I teach cannabis yoga classes. And afterwards, everybody, you know, talked about their experience. And like, I felt like I was tripping. I was like, I was so high. Like, and it was the CBG. So, I think it depends on you, like, you know, the place and your experience, but it definitely hits you differently. Definitely. Yeah.
2: That's cool Mm -hmm. stuff. You got to try them.
1: So, get them online. How do you find you guys?
3: Yeah, so um, you can buy them at Shop Lady J's. It's actually kind of confusing because we have SmokeLadyJ's.com. And then to purchase them, it'll bring you to Shop Lady J's. It's like actually been such a learning experience this last year with us selling CBD. Like the amount of restrictions that are, are to us, it's, it's crazy.
1: Yes, we actually, understand
3: yeah. that sentiment.
1: Oh, <laughs> no comment. Yeah, we been kicked <laughs> off like
3: everything like paypal quickbooks um square, square. yeah it's oh, been man. so so nuts
2: that but. is no fun that's like that's the bad part about all this really is the hard stuff to make everything so hard
0: yeah the banking the payment processing yeah you have to really want it for sure
3: i mean yeah. like so many times
2: i'm yeah, like the
0: it. cannabis industry is like the craziest waste to be
3: working
2: (laughs) right yeah i mean no pun but like it definitely like weeds out the people who are serious or not and you know i think it'll be cool like 10 even 10 years from now we'll be like who's still standing because who had the who had the patience to go through all that
0: i agree also
3: on another note but kind of on the same note um the whole month of june we're giving 50 percent of our proceeds to um a nonprofit called don't shoot pdx and they're basically a company that helps um Really like bring the power of the people together. It's a really good resource. Like it's they they're putting together like huge platforms for people to send emails to call into their representatives. They actually even did like uh, like free classes for people to like learn their laws. It's, oh, it's, that's awesome! Yeah, it's really really cool. They're here in Portland, and so we're giving 50% of our proceeds all of June to them, and they're actually like I'm really excited about this. We're working on this BLM blend for our THC packs and it's oh. been so cool because like basically every time you have a product there I mean at least in cannabis there's like five people that make money off of it. And so there's like your farm, you have production, distribution, the brand itself and then the uh, and then the dispensary. Mm-hmm. And so we've been We've been, like, talking to everyone along the pipeline and seeing, like, who's willing to give their proceeds, and I think we're going to get pretty close to 100%, which is really, really awesome. And so we're actually having a meeting about that today to get it all finalized, but hopefully through the summer we're going to be able to continue to be donating, and we're going to donate to the Last Prisoner Project for that, so really helping with reform and really helping with changing the laws, helping people get out of jail that have been... Uh, incarcerated for cannabis for a very long
1: time. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. We had um, Last Prisoner Project on our show a couple of episodes ago, and it's a very important mission to be following and supporting. And I love that you guys in Oregon support the farm. I think we've talked about this on our show before, but in Colorado, like you guys have Marshall Farms right on the front of your packages. We don't do that here. Nobody knows where their cannabis was actually grown or came from. So I love oh, that really? you guys support the farmers. Yeah.
0: Yeah, we think it's really important to to share that knowledge and have that little insert, too, on, like, where your cannabis is coming from, um, just because, I mean, I like to eat fruits and vegetables that are organic and that, are, that I know where they came from. You know, I, I like to support, like, local, you know what I mean? Like, it's, I like to know where my stuff comes from. And also, like, since community has always been, like, such a big pillar to us, like, who
3: we work with is so important. Like, who we work with, we want to be, like, if you're making us money and we're making you money, we want to be obsessed with you. We want to hang out with you. We want to, like, make sure that, like, our our values and our morals are, like, you know, the same.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: We're that's pretty what, close to it. <laughs> I was
2: just going to say that. It seems like you guys have a, a super developed sense of community out there. And I think that shows even with the BLM blend. I think that's amazing, first off. I think that's super cool that even everybody in your pipeline got on board and you guys are doing this all collectively because that's that's hard to do and and just like a little side note in Colorado it's not so much that because they they kind of outlawed initially vertically integrated companies or, or allowed them or something and now everything's just still super competitive and there's not a lot of I guess you know community there is and it's starting to develop and but not as much as you see in California and in Oregon and even Washington. So I think it's it's really cool and it's incredible to watch how you guys can all work together to you know actually care about the community and care about the people and the consumers and care about the farms and it's really inspiring I think for Lucy and I.
3: Thank you. Yeah, it's really important to us. I, it's been really inspiring for us to even like work in this industry and see that because like both of us were working in fashion before and it wasn't like that and that's been like kind of like a beacon for us is like that was so inspiring to us to see people doing that at the beginning that it's like it's always going to be like a pillar of of what we do yeah
2: Yeah. and it's important i think and i think especially now and um we've discussed it now in a couple episodes but what's happening right now in in society and i think we have to definitely start looking back at our community and making sure that our community is taken care of and we're doing our part to take care of our communities and so I think when you start seeing companies kind of get around that, it's really easy to start getting around those companies too and elevating them and pushing them and telling your friends about them. And that's kind of what I would encourage to our listeners is just, that's an easy way to, you know, you vote with your dollar and then also encourage your friends to go and support these people like Lady J's or Marshall Farms or some of these people who are, they're open and transparent and they give back and those are the things that matter.
3: Yeah, that's the thing right now is that like everything in our world has just been like so based on like making money and it's really important for people to vote with their dollars and really like really support and show up in that way because like the rich are just getting richer and the poor are getting poorer and I feel like that there is like there are so many people like seeing seeing the amount of wrong things that are being done in the world that are like so unfair. And so like I feel like we're so much more powerful together. And so, yeah, voting with your dollars is incredibly important.
2: Absolutely. Yeah. I know we wanted to uh, talk about the next wave of kind of all of these things that are transpiring right now. Um, uh, you both kind of brought it up and that's national legalization. And there's a couple parts here. Uh, either with THC and hemp. But I just kind of want to hand it off to you two to kind of, let's kind of kick around national legalization, what that would look like, why we need it, and, and kind of where we go today.
0: So national legalization is definitely end goal. Uh, we actually just partnered with a farm for our THC packs called Million Elephants here in Oregon. And he's got four recreational licenses, and he's like ready to get 20 Um, because his end goal too, is national legalization. So when that happens, we feel confident that we can have the product to ship out of state. And like, I mean, I think that, you know, right now we're building infrastructure for sales reps and like affiliate, you know, salespeople, because once that opens up, like, then I think we just need it it's going to be a game changer for us, honestly. Like we would just need to have like a sales team and with in all different states and, and then work work on having production ready to fulfill like those orders and to stay consistent. If there's one thing that we learned, like in starting with like a small state of Oregon, it's that, you know, you can't create a bunch of product and create a demand for a product and then run out of product and not be able to fill those orders. We've been through that and many in, times. <laughs> yeah, and um, and like so now we've got it down. And our partnership with Million Elephants is really great because he grows a hell of a lot of weed. So um, so yeah. So we're ready for national legalization, and the sooner the better, in my opinion.
2: <laughs> so you, were, I just wanted to pop in there. So you were talking about THC, right, with uh, the Million? Yeah. Elephant yeah. farm, mm-hmm. cool. And then, so wasn't it Oregon that had the problem with you guys had too much cannabis like a year or two ago, and there was really yeah, nowhere to exactly. go with it?
0: Exactly. And the state of Oregon, um, actually approved the sale of out of state cannabis, um, once uh, it just our state approved it, but it's just dependent on other states. So, I think once- this should
2: be a thing, really, because we talk about it a lot, and um you know, Lucy's from Pueblo and Pueblo prides itself on the pepper. And there's just certain areas of, you know, and there's like Florida oranges and um, mm-hmm. you know, like avocados and, and strawberries are yeah. in California or whatever. And, you know, yeah, Oregon can be cannabis and why couldn't Oregon, it be?
0: Cannabis, definitely.
2: Yeah. And then I think that's kind of the next stage, even with legalization that we have to talk about is, is it really conducive to grow marijuana in like Wisconsin or something versus you know, just shipping it from Oregon where there's already uh, an established culture and, and cultivations.
0: Right. People have been doing it for years.
2: Yeah, I think that's that's what it should look like. And I think uh, even the black market, there's always stats we pull up and we talk about how it's like California produces some ungodly amount of the black market uh, cannabis that all gets shipped to the East Coast, mainly and sold in New York. And it's like, well, that's like it's already been being produced there. So why do we need to change the system and just mm-hmm. basically build off the system that's already in place.
0: Yeah, there's tons of people here who are ready ready for those borders to open up, you know. Yeah. A lot a lot of acreage, a lot of grower, a lot of growing here.
2: And so then I know that uh even though hemp has been legalized nationwide or, you know, with the Farm Bill, I guess CBD, you guys still have problems shipping it to certain places and then even now there's a lot of states cracking down on things like uh, the Lady J's. Do you guys want
0: to talk about that? Yeah, I mean, that's another reason that we like to, you know, our CBG and our, our blends, like everything, we're all about compliance and just making sure that our product is under the, that legal, that legal 0.3 total THC. Um, but yeah, there are, we do have to stay on top of our knowledge of like which states, I mean, because it is like state by state. You know, and so with something like Texas happening, then it's like, okay, can we not we, I get, you know, yeah, we just have to stay on top of everything and, and know which states we can ship to and which states we can't. And, um, yeah, I mean,
1: there's a lot of compliance to it. I think people don't realize that like, I, I, there's, I know like CBD is like the hot new craze and everybody's like, oh, I can just like get online and start selling CBD. And it's really not that simple. You guys probably have restrictions in place on your back end that like, okay, if somebody from, I don't know what states don't allow CBD, but those states come up, like they're not even allowed to process their order.
2: And that's basically more power to like legalization because for instance, hemp, you know, who cares if we ship hemp down, you know, across the border to Texas or to Oklahoma or whatever. I mean, it was last year that we were seeing all these shipments get stopped by police and these people arrested. And then the police would look like a fool two weeks later when they tested it and it was hemp. And um, it's, it just goes back to the bigger picture of, like, do we really need to be doing all this? It's a flipping right. plant, for God's sake. And, like, it has never killed anybody. And then even more so, what is CBD and CBG going to do to somebody? What's even, you know, THC is virtually harmless. You know, you could take a bunch of it and still not overdose. And um, it just goes back to legalization as a whole just needs to happen. I think that we just need to yeah. stop playing around with it. We need to stop... You're basically legalizing it and then going back and adding more rules to it. I think the home grow rules really killed it for a lot of people. That was like, well, Jesus, we just legalized it for personal possession and use, but then now you're basically prohibiting home grows in some in some ways, or prohibiting how many plants you can have at your home grow. And it's just like, stop all the rules for once. Just let us do it and let us do our thing.
1: Right.
0: And one of the other things too that like we adopted from the from the rec market um, onto our hemp. Um, labeling is just like is the labeling and like all of the information because there isn't a whole lot of information and regulations out there for the hemp side of stuff on like what to put on your label yeah so and for THC in Oregon like you have to put like everything under the sun, like the license number, where the batch number, like where it got tested, the date it got tested and everything. And so we include a lot on our label that is probably not necessary just so that we can take those steps. And that includes a QR code that leads you to our test results for the flower that's in that product. Yeah. So, you know, hopefully like having that information on there will interfere in the, you know, Interceptance of like, or like, we'll stop the interceptance of like a, a package going to a customer
1: or, or something like that, you know? Right. No, that's important. I mean, a lot of these CBD companies, they don't have any of this information on here. And you're right. This looks exactly like something you get in a dispensary. It has all of that information on there. Uh, so I think you guys are definitely ahead of the game on that. Also, because these regulations are coming down the line. So all these oh, people totally. who aren't mm-hmm. doing it right now, they're just all backtracking. So you guys are ahead of the game for sure. Um, So that's good. And third-party testing is important. Um, That's not required for CBD. So the fact that you guys are doing that is great. Awesome. Thank you. Cool. All right, ladies. Well, thank you so much for chatting with us today. We had a great time. Thanks for having us.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, It was cool to to meet up with you guys. We'd kind of seen you here and there on social media and then getting to know your branding agency and you now your lady J's I'm super impressed with what you guys do and and fully behind you and definitely supporting you in your communities and, and everything so
0: thanks guys we yeah. really appreciate that and you know we did have a party in Denver last year and it was like one of our it was so fun yeah. it was one of our best turnouts and it was so much fun one day one so day we'll get you, you know again. maybe we'll come back to Denver and do a little uh, what did you say it was called invisible uh, space yeah, oh, the
2: Invisible, invisible city, city. Yeah. you
1: guys great would great. love it.
2: <laughs> that's the spot.
1: Where did you have it at last year? We had it at um, 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 it, I was, can't a, remember it was
0: a really cool event space, um, on uh, in the Rhino yeah. area. Was it Tetra? No, it wasn't oh. Tetra, but it was like the other one
1: that oh, huh.
2: oh, cultivated synergy.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yep, that's oh, cool. it. That's dope.
2: it. There's only a couple places <laughs> anymore, yeah.
1: Right. Tetra's a yeah. dope
2: spot. They just remodeled that. That would really vibe with everything yeah, you, guys you guys
1: do. Yeah, you guys I would think. like
2: Tetra. Tetra's a vibe for sure.
1: We've
0: heard about that. I've, I've heard about Tetra like a bunch, but I've never even been there. So next yeah. time we come to Denver, I'll have to check it out. Yeah, that hit is us up. You guys. We're yeah, trying to build like,
2: our community here in Colorado. And I think that's where it's all going to be at is out of Tetra. So oh, yeah. We the, we will, De- all
0: the Denver people were like, we need more of this in Denver. Yes. Like, come back. Like, everyone had the best time. It was so
2: fun. Well, I know we'll, uh, we'll be We're ready. Here in yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah.
1: Let us lot. know. <laughs> All right, well send your invite. <laughs> All, right. All right, ladies. Well, Bye we're going to go smoke a Lady J, and we'll talk to you guys soon. Me too. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye. All right, you guys. With that, I'm Lit. I'm Lucid. And that's it.
2: Laters.